Hello, and welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I'm the author of the film review website, Quipster.net. I invite you to check out over 4,000 of my written reviews anytime. Quipster.net is where to go. Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. Today, a very anticipated film for many, including myself. It is Avengers Endgame which promises to put an end to certain character arcs and story arcs that we've learned from previous films in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, while also setting the stage for perhaps what will follow after this. Obviously, this is a film that I think people are going to want to hear spoiler-free, at least until they actually see the film. So I'm going to remain spoiler-free. I try not to engage in too many spoilers as it is, but this one will be a little bit more sidestepping, even ones that a typical movie would probably set you up with. This is a PG-13 rated film. It does have science fiction violence and action and some language. The runtime is a whopping three hours and one minute. The cast, well, I guess the cast would include spoilers if I were to reveal who's in and who's not in, etc. But I will tell you, because you can see this from the advertisements and the posters and what have you, that Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth, Mark Ruffalo, Scarlett Johansson, and Jeremy Renner are in the film, along with a few others, including Josh Brolin, etc. Whether or not you'll see some of your favorite heroes that you may or may not think have come back. That's going to be left to your imagination, at least until you see the film. Anthony Russo and Joe Russo are the director. The screenplay credited to Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely. The Marvel Cinematic Universe here is finally putting a cap of sorts, no pun intended, to the various phases that it had built up since it started back in 2008 with Iron Man. This is going to allow for a natural conclusion, so we are told, for a few big story arcs. While it's also going to be passing the torch to this whole new generation of heroes who've come up within the 21 films that preceded it, and I presume we're going to be seeing a few more new ones down the road, this film is especially continuing where we had left off to the first half of this story back in Avengers Infinity War just a year ago. Many questions resulted from that epic chapter, and that left the state of the MCU in a shambles, prompting rampant speculation among all of the various fan circles as to how things would write itself in the dramatic conclusion that we're getting here in Endgame. It's finally here. The speculation can be over for those who do engage in it, and I assume maybe billions around the world are going to see this film. So I guess the main question that we're going to get to here, for those people who don't want any spoilers at all, is does it deliver? Does it deliver the goods that we're expecting? And I would say the short answer is Yes, and as to the hows and whys of its success, I would encourage those of you who've listened this far to stray away, put your headphones down, go see the film for yourself before you learn too much. That would be a little bit anticlimactic. So if you haven't seen the prior 21 entries in the MCU, I do think that you might want to see as many of those as you can too before seeing this film, because this is an entry that is probably not going to make a lick of sense to anyone who isn't initiated and completely on board to what the MCU has had to offer over the last decade. Now, I don't engage in typical spoilers, so I will say this. This is your last chance to depart before I tell you some plot details to this film. Very spoiler-free as far as I'm concerned, but some people really do not want to know anything. So in that case, pause that, come back after you've seen the film. Endgame does start in a world following the snap that was delivered by Thanos that extinguished half of all life within the galaxy in an instant, without a trace. 
in his effort to bring what he felt would be a much-needed balance and tranquility caused by what he felt were overcrowding interests and some of the ills that manifest itself from having all of that splashed all over the galaxy. The film starts with a brief intro, which I won't get into. We fast forward, though, five years, and we find a world that has had trouble moving on from the loss of the many loved ones, especially in the surviving Avengers. Conveniently, all of the characters that comprised the first core team of the Avengers are among them now. The Avengers here feel a particular sense of guilt for not having been able to save the billions that they were sworn to protect. However, a new idea begins to develop to find a way to actually reverse the situation and involves a very risky and highly improbable gambit in which the Avengers have to try to traverse time and space to reconnect all of the Infinity Stones and bring back all of those who may have vanished without losing some of those good things that have happened since that fateful day. Now, I'm going to leave the plot alone as far as that goes because, you know, there's much more to this story than I'm letting on. I'm going to refrain here, and I think partially for those who really did not heed my warning by putting their headphones down, but also partially because once the nature of the gambit is revealed to restore the galaxy to its rightful condition, I probably would spend many, many minutes trying to explain this plot line that I'm not sure I even have half a grasp on. I just saw the movie, so it's a lot to take in. There's a lot of things happen here that don't completely make sense to me, and I don't know that they actually do make complete sense if I were to actually try to pick this film apart. I hope that it does, but I can't guarantee it. Although the outcome of their mission will likely not be a complete surprise to the vast majority of viewers who are going into this film, there are still quite a few unexpected developments that do happen along the way, even if you know ultimately that this is a film that is probably going to reestablish things relatively close to how they were. You know, you start off here with a very slow and downbeat first act. I was expecting that it was going to be very amped up going into this film and we were going to have huge battle after huge battle. This actually starts off with a very somber tone. It sometimes feels like it's going to envelop the entire film, it's very muted in its humor for much of that, although there are a few choice moments of that humor, particularly in the comical, although sometimes serio-comical and maybe even serial-tragic ways that these surviving heroes have changed within the interim. And a lot of those big action set pieces are staved off to the middle and the climax of the runtime. That's something I wasn't necessarily expecting. The directors here, Joe and Anthony Russo, they do a fairly remarkable job in keeping all of these moving parts together, even though by the end... There's just so much to take in that it might be impossible for big moments to truly sink in until you maybe recollect them in your mind after the credits start to roll. All of the checkboxes that you're going to be expecting are checked here. Tragedy, pathos, comedy, triumph, visual effects, rousing score, satisfying fan service moments, and of course, one of the biggest superhero spectacles ever put to screen. It delivers all of that. Key characters are going to get their chances to shine. Some, as you might expect, are getting their last hurrah to put some closure to the fact that, unlike the print counterparts of these characters, the actors that portray them really are not going to be able to do it forever, no matter how much the technology allows them to de-age them decades. Now, speaking of de-aging, I think that if I have a detraction to this film, a nitpick, so to speak, the only significant detraction in my experience in watching Avengers Endgame is this copious amount of uncanny valley moments that sprinkle in here, involved in the less than seamless effort to try to make uh, either a character appear very young or maybe different, as in the case of Hulk. I'll say no more about that. 
or in the efforts to try to convince us in the audience that all of these actors that they've put together on the screen at once are actually there without some sort of generous help from very powerful computer processing to make it all happen. It doesn't look natural in big scenes in which all of these characters, these actors actually have to come together. Now, some viewers may make something of this runtime, maybe even some critics as well. But I think that in its defense, given all of the bases that the Russos actually have to cover to try to wrap things up and then put the very finest ribbon on it, it really doesn't feel stretched out beyond a rational sense, at least not to me. I think there's more breathing room here to let some of those serious and poignant moments sink in. And while that may result in a film that may be a bit heavy and It's not the kind of movie that I would grab for a quick repeat viewing when I'm in the mood for some sort of boffo MCU action. I still think that there's a beauty in the way that it lets things play out with these beats that don't always feel like they're in a complete rush to get to the next plot point. Marvel knows that it's for these characters that we've come to know and enjoy that we're going to be putting our butts in the seats to take this three-hour opus in. And they're there to provide us with all of the feels that we're going to expect and demand after investing over 60 hours of total time spent in this cinematic universe. The fact that they managed to do all of this while they still get to revisit some of those scenes, Back to the Future Part II style, within those many hours that we've spent getting to know them, is perhaps the greatest trick of all within Endgame. It reminds us how far things have come and how much we've enjoyed all of these prior entries that built up our anticipation so well. Now, while I personally tend to prefer the simpler pleasures of Marvel's solo efforts, especially ones that feel more like standalone films, I know that this is a movie that's meant to be on a massive scale. We couldn't even have imagined this film would be possible when we were contemplating the humble origins of this series. So with that in mind, it's both exhilarating, and I have to admit, it's a big relief to finally close the chapter on over a decade of these characters and these stories that have been built up and built up before now we can finally start feeling refreshed for new adventures to explore, perhaps, with those characters that we will, if Marvel continues to play its cards right, fall in love with just as much as the ones that came before. So I'm giving Avengers Endgame A solid three and a half stars out of four. Three and a half stars on my scale means that I do think that this is a good film. If you're a fan of the MCU, this is a must-see, obviously, for you. If you're not a fan of the MCU or you have not seen most of the MCU prior to this or you've not even seen most of them, I would say this is a movie you might want to wait until you've seen those films in order to see. If this is your first experience to the MCU, I will say this movie will probably make absolutely no sense. So be a fan before going into this and know your stuff. It's definitely worth the ride as far as I'm concerned because I love all of these MCU films and highly recommend them for entertainment and some thoughtfulness along the way. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope that you enjoyed this review. If you have your own thoughts to give on Avengers Endgame, you can find my contact information at my website. That's at quipster.net, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R.net. While you're there, I also encourage you to check out my other podcast that covers films of the 1980s. It's called Around the World in 80s Movies. You can find that link at my site. Until next time, thank you, everyone, and please enjoy your time anytime you get to go to the movies. And if you're spending three-plus hours sitting there watching Avengers Endgame, it probably is time well spent to you. 